Section 7 of Birds and Nature, Volume 10, Number 1, June 1901. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tavarish. Partners No doubt everyone knows the lichens. The greenish-gray growth, sometimes like rosettes, or clusters of leaves or of fruit on tree trunks, or the gray rocks by the water, or even on the ground and old wood. Their forms are various and often graceful, and mingled with their greenish-gray are many brighter colors, giving a rich tone to the rough surfaces they cover and adorn. But I dare say that most of us have thought of a lichen as a single plant. It is not so, though it looks so exactly like one in its close union. It is a partnership indeed. Generally, what looks like a single lichen is a colony of partners keeping house together, or a manufacturing firm, if you like that expression of their business better. The partners are also kindred, or were so in the past. For there was a time long ago when there was only one big family of plants, the algae. The brown algae, or seaweeds, known as kelps, often form the rack, or tangle of weeds, like long leaves or branching stems with berry or fruit-like bladders, thrown on the coast in great masses by a storm and the red algae or the beautiful fern-like and coral-like seaweeds that grow far down in the deep sea there are also the green algae found in fresh water or even on damp tree trunks and rocks they have many odd forms one kind, called a pond scum, is a frothy, slippery mass of spirally wound bands floating in ponds or still water. Another, called green felt, is found in water also and has egg-like things from which spores or seed-like bodies escape to form new plants. They have filaments at the bottom, like roots, that are called holdfasts. Lastly, there are blue-green algae, jelly-like masses found on trees, rocks, damp earth, or floating as green slimes in fresh water. Most water plants are active and independent. They are on the upward road, for though they have not distinct stems, roots, leaves, or fruit, their different parts, as I have already said, show a decided likeness to these, especially their holdfasts to roots and their air bladders to fruit. The exquisite red seaweeds are as graceful in form and vivid in color as many flowers. There is a remarkable foreshadowing of the moral law even among these early growths. Some have shirked their work, which was to absorb waste substances and manufacture these into organized plant food. 
they tried to live on other growths to the injury of the latter and even sank to feeding on dead substances they lost the green chlorophyll which is necessary for manufacturing though the red and brown algae do not show its presence because their other coloring is more vivid but it is present all the same with every busy self-respecting plant the lazy pauper growths deteriorated more and more and at last were no longer algae at all but fungi they could not live by themselves their only chance was to get active or well-stocked partners as the alga developed more and more into a likeness of a perfect plant so the fungus grew less like one the white furry mold on bread or preserved fruit the mildew on grapes and lilac leaves the black knot of cherry and plum the ergo of rye the rust of wheat do not look like plants unless you study them through a magnifying glass nor do the slime molds or the mushrooms toadstools puffballs and truffles bear much resemblance to flowers some of these however are both pretty and useful in the case of a lichen the partners really seem to be of use to each other the fungus is not a mere pauper living on his more active kinsman if you examine a lichen you will find a large number of transparent threads and in their meshes lie the green algae giving the whole a greenish tint the little cups or discs of the fungus that appear on the surface are lined with vivid colors and have delicate little bags or sacs with seed-like spores inside the fungus supplies a shelter from extreme cold and also holds water in which the algae finds raw material it is like a man and wife housekeeping the man providing the house and the raw stuff flour eggs sugar etc and the wife makes these materials into food plants by aid of their green stuff work over the carbon and other materials they get from air and water and make sugar and starch or organized food this is their manufacture and they must have an abundance of light to do it well so when the sea algae grow to be immense kelps or seaweed hundreds of feet long they are kept afloat by their air bladders now it is true the fungus in our lichen could not live at all without its busy algae which it holds in its transparent filaments but it is not a useless partner so we will not call it evil names i think you will be surprised to hear after all the warning given by these dependent and generally worthless idlers in the plant world some of the beautiful and blooming flowers have fallen into their bad habits and are regular underground thieves for the gerardia or false foxglove 
has established no partnership. It is plain stealing. It still works, so it has not lost its green of the leaf or the purple and gold of its flower, but it steals the materials for its work. When it becomes utterly idle and useless, it will lose all its color and be like the ghostly white Indian pipes that grow in the shadowy pine woods. It is interesting to know how it steals. In the dark basement chambers underground, the root servants of the plant move slowly in a certain circle that corresponds to the circle of light that the branches describe overhead. Within this space, they gather chemicals from the soil and store up moisture, sending these by the sap up their elevators to the well-lighted leaves, where the manufacturing of starch and sugar goes busily on. Now the gerardia, being too trifling to collect its own stuff, sends suckers into the roots of other plants and greedily absorbs their contents. That is the reason it is so hard to transplant the gerardia its roots are enmeshed and entangled so in other roots below ground. A very odd thing sometimes happens to it. In the dark, the roots occasionally blunder and tap other roots of the same gerardia, just as if a pickpocket in the dark were by mistake to put his hand slyly into his own pocket and steal his own purse. Ella F. Mosby End of section 7